This is Tank Dale, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined, of course, by the Trash Man for the Week 8 Waiver Show. Uh, welcome to everybody here on YouTube or listening on the podcast feed, wherever it is that you listen. If you're on YouTube, you can always ask questions over in the chat uh, about your players to pick up, players to drop, trades, whatever it is you have going on. We won't be answering sit-start questions here on the podcast because we just got the matchup algorithm up and running and we'll get the ranking sheet up and uh get the rankings algo and our inputs going into that a little bit later if we could ask you please right here off the top if you could please like this show if you found value in it throughout the season like this show um subscribe to the channel and if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you listen man if you guys could please leave us a five-star rating and review we would certainly be, ple- be, be pleased with it i i would i know we keep getting bugged about asking people to do this i'm so bad at remembering trash man I just, I'm so bad at it. I, I, I want to get straight to the content. Rightfully so. All right. Uh, so what do you think? Just overview on waivers this week. Anything? I mean, look, I, I think that, um, you know, last week, whenever we did the waiver show, we were under the, <laughs> under the false impression that it looked like Zach Evans was going to be, <laughs> he was going to be getting a little bit of run uh, this week uh, through the course of the week. Of course, we found out about uh, Miles Gaskin, we found out about Daryl Henderson coming back, signing to the practice squad for the Rams, and then getting elevated. Then on Thursday, late Thursday, we got the in, there's the interview from um, from Sean McVay that just completely sunk every, everybody's hopes about Zach Evans when he talked talked up all the other guys, Royce Freeman, uh, Daryl Henderson, and a little bit about Miles Gaskin, but uh, you know said you know and 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 of course we have zach and he's he's just a young guy that is still coming along <laughs> that's when we knew and we we talked about it last week don't go blow don't go blow your whole um fab budget or maybe even not you know maybe even not a top waiver priority on a guy like zach evans just because we said it's, it's going to be a short-term situation. It's, it's going to be a rental. If you need to win this week, maybe you can think about doing something slightly drastic, but this was not a Kyron Williams situation. This was not a Puka Nakua type of situation, right? It wasn't even a Jerome Ford. It, it didn't fall under those same, under those same auspices, right? Um, this week, Daryl Henderson, to me, after seeing last week what the what the uh, what he was able to do, and it, it wasn't like it was a great, it wasn't like it was a great week for him. But boy, if you picked him up, it sure did feel good to see him get fifty seven percent of snaps, two targets, nineteen touches, sixty six total yards, and fall in for that one touchdown. Um, Royce Freeman did get twelve touches for sixty six yards, uh, no targets though, forty three percent of the snaps. We did not see any of. Um, you know, Zach Evans or any of these guys at all. So we, I think moving forward, we can just, we can understand that Daryl Henderson is the one until Kyron Williams comes back that they trust most in pass protection. Uh, he actually looked pretty good as far as the pass pro is concerned. We know that the most important thing for those guys is keeping Matthew Stafford upright. Cause that guy goes down. You're all of a sudden staring down the bear. You're um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a 
pretty tough deal, right? You get got the oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. What's the what's the Georgia quarterback from last year? Stetson Bennett. You're Stetson like Bennett. You're, you're you're staring down the barrel of a whole Stetson Bennett deal. A couple questions here. Need to drop one of these guys to bring Tank Dell off my bench. So he's listing Curtis. So don't answer this right now, trash man. We'll all all have these for the game at, at, at the end of the show. Okay, Samuel, Osborne, Roshan. Spears. The answer to those two is no. I'll tell you right off the bat. Hubbard. Which one gets the axe? So that is to bring Tank off of IR. So we'll, we'll we'll answer that at the end. Is Kendra Miller droppable now? Says Alex K. We will answer that at the end. I will add Kendra onto the list. I, I, I actually, so there was somebody who's already asked about Ken, Kendra. So. He's on the list. We will get to that one for sure. Um, thank you guys for being in the chat. Kip C, Lifetime Longhorn, Alex K. What a great name, Alex K. And what a great username, Lifetime Longhorn. Golly. Not that there's anything wrong with Kip C, but I guess I'm fond of both those things. How much would you bid on bias. How much would you bid on Jake Bobo and Dynasty? I'm guessing in Dynasty you have a thousand dollar budget. I don't know. I wouldn't bid that much. It's not like he's gonna play one. I mean do you think he'll play next year if they get rid of Lockett? I don't know how much he would slide in. Maybe they play DK Metcalf and Bobo on the outside. He just doesn't have much of athletic background. They seem to like him though, and he's kind of a homeboy. They do right seem around. to like him. I don't. I don't. I don't think anybody's going to be running after Bobo and. Dennis. I don't think so either. I think if you're a thousand dollar budget, you could probably bid thirty two bucks or something. I okay. think you'll be able to get him for that, unless it's one of these super, 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 super deep ones. But um, let's say thirty two, thirty five bucks, something like that. Um, all right. The uh the um so Daryl Henderson, I think right now, if you need help right now, looks like he's probably gonna be probably gonna be an okay bet. No teams on by this week, and we do know that the Rams are at Dallas, so it's not gonna be as good a matchup. It's, it's looking like on the matchup tool, it's like the number six worst matchup for opposing running backs this week. You can probably find better spots, but if you're if you're in running back hell and you've drafted something like you know. If you were counting on like Khalil Herbert or somebody like that as your flex guy or Antonio Gibson or something like this, I mean, you could really do with a with a Daryl Henderson. Um, I, I I agree, Trash Man, with the three that you had just right here at the top. I think that for the percentage of budget that we recommend for these guys, Daryl Henderson, Roshan Johnson, Ty J Spears, they're all right there at the top. I'm interested to hear what you think about Roshan after seeing what Deontay did this last week. Is this just going to be a nightmare once he comes back now? It's like the kind of like the Deontay Foreman genies back out of the bottle, as we predicted on the Sirius XM show. Um, I'm worried that this might devolve into a situation where, you know, I figure well, Roshan gets is, back this week. Well, I think as long as Justin Fields is out, they're going to lean heavily on that run game. I think you could probably use both of those guys this week if if um, they're both available and Fields is still out. Yeah. Uh, we have Kipsy asking about Elijah Moore if he's droppable. I will, I will do that uh, with Watson a possible IR stint. Gosh, I hope that that's not going to be the case. That was so weird. What happened with Deshaun Watson in that game? Trash man. We we watching that one. We keeping an eye on it at least. Well, I was keeping an eye on it because I was playing him. I playing no. against him, playing against him in one of my leagues. Yeah, so that was a nice surprise. I finally got a break. We had Cleveland minus three in the circa million, so I was I was watching it super hard. I'm like, well, if, if he's been clear from the concussion protocol, what the hell's going on here? Like, what, why do they put him back in? They're like, well, we're just being careful, but now they're saying through the week he's going to be questionable day to day through the week. Kip C's thinking this could be a possible IR stint. I just, man, to me, one one quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed to that guy. Is he going to go down as the worst contract in all of NFL history? Shout know. out, 
shout out Dave, Dave Mulgetta, fellow, fellow Texas Longhorn over at Athletes First for negotiating that thing in the midst of a, in the midst of a media firestorm about everything that he'd been accused of with all these massage therapists. I mean, well, if you're I just mean, going off his play, I mean, like the last time he was in the league, he was a, a top three quarterback. In the you league. sound like Dave Mulgetta <laughs> talking to the Browns. <laughs> it's un- unbelievable, man. Um, yeah, but so Ty Tyje Spears, um, you gotta. I don't understand how we can keep putting Roshan and Tyje Spears back here on this list. You guys should just go pick them up, man. I know that most of you guys probably have, and with Roshan, it's been disappointing so far. But we've, I mean, we've seen that um, Khalil. I the. the the one thing that makes me a little bit more hesitant about Roshan than I have been all year is just that now once Khalil Herbert comes back and now that Deontay Foreman has shown something, do you think they keep putting Deontay Foreman back as a healthy scratch just because he, he doesn't play on special teams? I mean, I'm not sure that they do. I mean, and what so, Roshan has going for him is he's their best pass protector. Right. I, I get that. But the, the thesis of the whole Roshan thing was the fact that that's the way he gets in. Right. That's the way he cracks the door open. And then from there, they see what a good player he is in between the tackles, forcing missed tackles, doing all that stuff. And he becomes a bell cow. I'm worried that it could just be a little bit too much of a split now. But I do believe he's an awesome talent. I do want to bet on the awesome talent. It feels like the opportunity is there, even though Deontay had a good week this week. Man, Khalil Herbert hasn't looked good. Deontay, this could have just been a. It, it, it was an excellent matchup we talk, that we talked about all week long, right? We said this is exactly the kind of defense that Deontay Foreman is going to slice and dice. He was my conviction play in DFS on 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 the Blitz show with Cardi and these guys. It was, I mean, to me, it was obvious that this was going to happen. I, for all my dynasty teams and for a lot of my redraft teams, I certainly wish it would have been Roshan getting those opportunities, but it, it just hasn't. I just, I, he he still needs to be owned, right? Tajay Spears just needs to be owned. Um, and Daryl Henderson are the guys. I just, I just don't – I think he's the top waiver pick this week. Daryl Henderson? I think Daryl Henderson is. Yes, I think so too. Uh, well, yeah. Unless you unless you have like Alvin Kamara, Austin Eckler, and you know Jonathan Taylor or something like that as your running backs. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, like you're real set with three and you just want somebody who you can hold on to and hope for a big bust out later on in the season – in that case, I would rather have Roshan or Tajay Spears because Daryl Henderson's going to turn back into a pumpkin once Kyron Williams comes back, right? Kyron does everything that, that they ask of him, and when and yeah. when he's out there, that he gets just such mad usage, dude. So um, th- that's sort of where we are on that as far as as far as running backs. I saw you where, where you had Devin Singletary. I just I had to move him up a little bit, um, you know, to this kind of the 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 top of tier two. I'd be interested to hear what you think about that after, you know, he's been kind of, it's been kind of out of sight, out of mind and people who have Damian Pierce just don't want to think about it. But you know, he, Damian Pierce only 33% of snaps in week six, Devin Singletary had 54% of snaps. He had, he had two targets, um, 13 touches for 62 yards. And it's like you said, man, the trash man prophecy from down at Houston, Texas camp that I couldn't believe they use him in the red zone. They use him down in the red zone. It was, it was just like you told me. I said, why on earth would they do that when they have Pierce? And they're like, well, they don't. They like motion Singletary out and they throw it to him and stuff. And I, I just – I couldn't believe it, but you kind of had to see it to believe it back in week six. So I think that he's a guy that's worthy of a pickup. He's only owned in like 20-something percent of leagues. Um, 
not the sexiest pickup, not somebody that you'd love to play, but we, we're getting a reprieve from the buys this week. No teams on buy, but we're getting right back into it next week with four on buy. The week after that, I believe we're back to six. So it could be something that could be somebody that you can use having gotten his buy out of the way last week during the buy Mageddon. Um, any, any of these other running backs that you'd want to touch on? I mean, Amario, Amari DiMarcado somehow after doing nothing last week led the Cardinals backfield in touches this week. I feel like, and one and one instance, I feel like they're playing musical chairs. They're you know trying to see who works best in that backfield, but you can't really ignore uh, um, Demarcado's usage this past week. Yeah, and and Keontae Keont- Ingram just straight up died. You know, 80 percent of snaps for Imari Demarcado. What did he end up doing with it though? So not a whole five, lot. five targets, seventeen touches for seventy five total yards. I mean, you you, you could have done worse. What's up to Ahmad Hajir? He says, should I trade Higgins, Judy, Bryce Young for Howell, Javante Williams, and Palmer? Well, I think probably in that deal, Higgins is the Higgins is technically the best player. I'd like to see where Judy gets traded to. So, no, I wouldn't do that trade. Um, and, and Andrew G., how are you doing, sir? Good to see you. I might do that trade. You want to, if, if, you, if you need running back help, I might do that trade. And Palmer, Palmer's really showing up. He's really stepping up. I mean, I know we don't like him, but. Yeah, he's been good for two weeks. His box yeah. scores are hard to deny. Howell, Howell got sacked like eight more times this last game, dude. I, like, I, almost, I almost feel better with Bryce Young, hoping that he's going to come along during the season. Trashman says he 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 wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Trashman saying he would. You're gonna be if you, need, gonna if be, you needed the RB help, I, I would consider it. Yeah. What if, what if the Panthers trade trade for trade for Judy and he's got the Bryce Young to Judy connection? <laughs> that'll 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 make it feel a little bit worse about that thing. I think. Um, I just traded Pitts and Pickens for Goddard and Smith. I don't know if it's the Eagles fan in me, but this is a good trade. Um, Devonte Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's fine. But general man, I always hate when when people call the radio show and ask us like, "I did this trade. Was it good?" I'm like, "What? What does it matter? What I say? You already did it." <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like, <laughs> uh, um, okay. As far as wide receivers, Tank Tank Dell is back on the um, is back on the back on the radar now as a waiver guy. He's now officially. Uh, only owned in 48% of leagues. So if Tank Dell's out there, go get him. And of course, we, we've been telling you for weeks, the other priority guy's Josh Downs. He he, he keeps getting it done. Uh, his, you know, the routes, everything. And, and it, 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 to be honest, it was, it was starting to happen with Anthony Richardson just as much, right? Just as yeah. much as it's been happening with Gardner Minshew. But over the course of these no last way. couple of weeks, I mean, you saw him, what do you have, 125 yesterday? Yeah. I don't know the, what do you have? Six targets. On the on a on a seventy one percent snap count, and then back in week six, it's just been like we said, it's been just kind of a, a steady deal for him. Eight targets that week. He didn't have quite the quite the um, the production as far as far as yardage versus Jacksonville, but wasn't on seventy eight percent of snaps. He got in the box. So Josh Downs is a good player, man. You know, I mean, it's like Reggie Wayne, like we always say, Reggie Wayne was saying during the draft process, that this is the best wide receiver in this draft class, which, you know, was crazy for me to hear. But, you know, that's his own coach that that took him and they really like him a lot. So he'll continue to get integrated for sure. Um, 
Kipsey's asking that Gus Edwards is in that range of ownership in some spots with Sunday. Look, man, Gus Edwards is somebody that we get asked every week if people should should drop, right? Trashman told I said last week, I don't care if you drop him. Trashman kind of said, no, don't do it. I, I, I hope you listen to Trashman because he certainly did have a good game. And for me, here's 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 what here's what I think. Lamar Jackson looks awesome. And that Ravens defense looks like they're going to be really good. And they're going to be a force in the in the AFC, not not just in their division, just in the entire AFC. Uh, if Lamar keeps playing like this, I was listening to Michael Lombardi yesterday on the GM shuffle, and he was talking about how it's just he's like everybody in the know knows that Lamar Jackson right now is the MVP. And he's he's like seven to one right now um, on DraftKings Sportsbook to win really? it. Really? I mean, I feel like MVP. Patrick Mahomes is. Well, he's four to right one. There. Huh? He's four to one. No. And then two is right underneath him. And then um, Tua has some help. Yeah, it was it was Mahomes, Tua. Oh man, I should look back at it. There was somebody else uh, uh, ahead of Lamar. Was it Josh Allen? Maybe. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But I could look it up. I, it's it's probably bad radio that I didn't know it. But look, but Lamar's in fourth place as far as the current MVP odds. I think I, th- I think seven to one. It's a it's a decent it's, it's a decent pick to make for sure. Um any of these other wide receivers you want to talk about besides duh, and again, you guys can find all these on the waiver wire cheat sheet at roster watch and list mean, them out in order with the tiers. Rashi Rice continues to Ascend almost like he should be in that tier with those guys, kind of right. Ah, him and him, him and Kendrick he's, Bourne. He's right on the precipice. I, I right. want to. I want to get like something closer to a hundred yard game, or at least over like a seventy five yard game from him. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Um, we have with the at the um, and then just a bunch of guys. I mean, you should be looking at guys like you know Curtis Samuel, Michael Wilson, Rashid Shahid is still they out there. If Christian Watson for some reason can't go this week. Yep. Yeah, for sure, and and that's an injury that we'll we'll we'll, we'll need to keep our eyes on for. Sure. God, how disappointing this Christian, all this Christian Watson stuff has been just a mess, trash man. Yeah. Um. Okay. At tight end, of I mean Dalton Kincaid. If you're in need, he's he's an interesting guy to look at this week. We always knew it might be a little bit of a, a slow bake to figure out exactly how his role could get carved out in that in that offense, but. In this last week, you know, I do worry a li- a tiny little bit, trash man. Eight targets, eight receptions for 75 yards on 61% of snaps. I do worry about the rookie freshman, um, the rookie freshman um uh tight end, right? I guess the rookie freshman would I guess that doesn't make sense. Just the rookie tight end versus Bill Belichick. Belichick trying to take everything else away the same way he did the week before with uh, and it, it it opened up the game for Michael Mayer. Um, maybe it could be a bit of a, a, a bit of a mirage there with him to quote um, Kip C in the in the chat when he was talking about Gus Edwards. But well, my issue I, with Kincaid is that they still use Dawson Knox in the red zone and end zone. But Kincaid looks so good. He looks really good. He's got those big hamburger helper white gloves, dude. He like he's going to be really good. He's in a good offense. They're going to continue to kind of kick it up. I, I think that Kincaid is a great pickup. The the one that I added on that I, I don't blame you for not adding on was Trey McBride because I thought about it. I thought about well, it. You didn't see the news because they, they put you sent it and right after you sent it, we, we got the alert about Zach Ertz going on to IR. And okay. so I mean McBride now has to be picked up because he's been he's been trending up. If you've been starting guys like you know, if you've been 
you know, doing the Michael Mayer, Luke Musgrave, Jake Ferguson, you know, just type of tight end thing. You know, Trey McBride could be a guy to pick up and sort of see where things go with him. He was one of our favorites that, we, that we've ever seen at the Senior Bowl. It's the epic touchdown score at Colorado State. Who do they have this week? Oh, but God, gosh. In his first game getting all the action, he gets the worst matchup in the league for opposing tight ends, the, the Baltimore Ravens. Right. Um. Roberto Perez, so good to see you, my friend. What what up, guys? Would y'all trade Amari Cooper and Daryl Henderson for Devontae Smith? I'm, if you're get, you're probably getting, getting the best Devontae? player in that. Yeah, yeah. If you're, getting, you're getting the best player in that trade. You're buying a little bit low on him, and we don't know what's going to ha- be happening with 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 Watson, right? What if that's a PJ Walker situation? Every God, that whole thing in Cleveland seems really, 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 really fishy and squirmy to me. Speaking of all that stuff. It looks like uh, Jerome Ford is going to miss a few games. So one running back we didn't highlight is sort of in that second tier. You could look at Pierre Strong because Kareem Hunt's been been banged up too. If Kareem Hunt's on your waiver wire, I would pick him up and hope hope he goes. But if he doesn't, uh, Pierre Strong certainly looks like he's sort of second in command there. We did have the transaction this morning as we record this on Tuesday that uh, do you see who was it? Oh, that they that they signed um, Jordan Wilkins to their practice squad. And that's always a sign that they might be feeling a little bit, a little bit squeamish about what they have at running back right now. So maybe keep that in mind. Um, let's see. Well, it's in the veto. What? Andrew G says, well, it's in a veto. It's 3-3. I could change my vote and veto and make it 4-2. I was looking for an opinion. Um, it's a veto? Andrew G, you, you play in a stupid league. Stupid league. Stupid league, mates. Get out of it. Any league that has vetoes is, is is idiotic. And the fact that that trade was vetoed, it shows me that you play with a bunch of despots and tyrants, people that want their nose in everybody else's business. It's like if those two guys want to – there's no sign of collusion. If those two guys want to make that trade, let them make the trade, dude. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a fair trade. It's a perfectly fair trade. The, the, the fact that they even have vetoes pisses me off. The, the fact that they would – that somebody would be so just – brazen so brazenly tyrannical to say no even that trade i won't allow that's that's absurd dude that's really really bad you need out of that league andrew g my god bad bad league all right um let's go to the questions here now so let's answer the first questions about which one of these guys do you let go for tank Dell. oh we forgot to touch on quarterbacks just real quick kyler murray Okay, fine. You should go pick up Kyler probably if if you have a spot, and if you have IR in your league, you probably don't. He's he's not out there because somebody's already stashed him on on IR. You're gonna have to use a spot for him because in IR leagues he's he he's already gone, but he's out there in a bunch of them. And quarterback stinks. Okay, um, which one of these guys do you drop for Tank to to bring Tank Dell off of your IR spot? Uh, Curtis Samuel, KJ Osborne, Roshan Johnson, Ty J Spears, or Chuba Hubbard. I say KJ Osborne. I say Osborne too. Okay. All right. Can you drop him, Trash Man? Zach Evans. Yep. Michael Mayer. Sure. Keontae Ingram. Yeah. Marvin Mims. I don't want to drop Marvin. 
we get asked every week and we say the same thing. We're waiting for that Judy trade. I'm like, hopefully it happens. Yeah. What, what about Judy? I guess after last week, you can. They featured him a little bit. They featured him a little bit. You shouldn't. You should, uh, try to trade him before you drop him. He's got that name recognition. Jeff Wilson Jr.? You can drop him. Craig Reynolds? Yeah. Zeke Elliott? No. Kadarius Tony. Yes. Javante Williams? No. No. Elijah Moore? No. Khalil Herbert? No. Kendra Miller? <laughs> All signs point to yes. I'm not dropping him yet. Not I unless I'm dying. I figured you'd say that. Not unless I'm just dying on the vine, dude. Uh, like you're gonna you're gonna have to take Kendra for my cold dead hands. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm trash me. I'm not gonna let you get him for for week 14 against me in the in the in, in the playoffs. It's, That's right. I'll, I'll pick up Jamal Williams this week. Then you know. <sighs> Jahan Dotson. No, he had a good game this week. Hold on. What did, he, what did, what did he do this week? It wasn't a good game. I mean, I mean he got a little more action than he had. Well, compared to what he had been doing, I think anybody would say it was a good game. Is that your phone or mine? No, it was mine. He had, he had five catches for 43 yards, but he had eight targets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, I mean he's kind of getting back in action. All right, it's fine. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin. You can drop him. These are, I mean, Damian Pierce. I'm not dropping Damian. Alexander Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs>